Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millennial Basketball Coach Podcast. My name is Coach Peoples, and guys, basketball season is in the air. Oh, it's right around the corner. The NBA has already kicked off. College basketball will start up next week. Oh, I am so happy, and I know all of you basketball enthusiasts are too. I can't wait to get going. I can't wait. You know, my school, Columbus State, we kick off our season on November 9th um, on the road. And I'm just ready to go. You know, this is the this is the time of year where, like, practices are just, eh, you know, like, okay, practice. Great, 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 great practice. Let's get to the games, you know. Let's, let's, get, let's get going. Let's get the grind of the season. So um, I'm excited. I know you guys are, too, on the, the college basketball season right around the corner out ready to go um hey interesting thing before i get on the topic today um for all of you players out there who think in your head that division one basketball is the only thing that exists hey guys did you know that um naia and division two schools five of them in the preseason have beaten division one schools five of them one of them is in our conference um defeated uh, believe augusta defeated south carolina and um, I know it's preseason, so everybody goes, oh, it's preseason, but no, these teams come to play, okay? <laughs> they come to play. Um, and then when they lose, it's a wake-up call for them on the D1 level. But it's to let you know that don't think D2 players, D3 players, NAIA players aren't good. Oh, they are very good. <laughs> um, and some of them are transfers from Division One programs. So, you know, it makes a huge difference. Um, Columbus State, actually, where I'm at, has defeated a Division One school. They beat Auburn um, a few years ago. So, you know, don't don't think, don't, you know, just automatically snub your nose at Division Two and NAIA basketball. Um, there is more than one opportunity to get that free scholarship, uh, free education to play basketball. And it can turn into a whole wonderful thing for you. So it's just something to keep in mind for the players. Um, now, for the coaches, I want to talk to everybody today about how to get started on your journey as a college basketball coach. What do you need to do? And this is, I'm going to tell you something, guys. This is a profession where if you don't know somebody, you're in trouble. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, it's hard to get in without knowing somebody. And you think, you know, you might be saying, well, what if... I don't. You know, what if I'm sitting here and I love the game of basketball, but I don't really know anybody in the realm of college basketball. You know, I don't have an uncle who who played. I didn't play myself. I didn't have a father who coached, you know, or whatever, who had any history. And I say to you, don't worry. I didn't either. So I know where you are, <laughs> you know. Um, I played high school basketball. I was involved in college basketball, um, but did not you know, play to the extent that, you know, I would just know somebody right off. So I had to find my way in. So I'm going to share with you guys today just how to get in, how to get started. Uh, number number one, and I think most important of all this, is get started as soon as you can. Like if you're sitting there and you're a sophomore or junior in college and you're thinking to yourself, well, clearly, you know, playing basketball is not going to happen and I don't like anything else. I want to be a college coach. It's time to start talking to somebody right now. Talk to your college coach. You know, see what you can do. See, you know, he, you know, if you're playing for him, if you're on his roster and you're playing for him, there's a chance he can help you. Um, he can help you, 
you know, become a graduate assistant or show you the right way, uh, show you where you where you need to go to be a graduate assistant coach. Um, that is possible. But the point is, you're talking to somebody, you know, you're talking to your college coach uh, right then and there and, you know, asking them for help, asking them for what you need to do. Um, and one thing to understand about this game, guys, is that the behind the scenes, like the coaches, you're going to meet different personalities and, and do not let the different personalities you meet affect your pursuit of being a coach. For example, I mean, you're going to have coaches out there who are going to help you um, any way that they can. You're also going to have a coach that doesn't give a crap. Okay. I'll just be honest. They're not going to want to help you. They have no interest in helping you. And that's just that. And that's fine. Okay, just try not to be like that. But when you meet someone and you try to get help and they don't want to help you and they show you that they don't want to help you, move on. Just move on. Just go to find a different guy, you know, find a different school and keep on pushing. You know, don't let anyone ever tell you that you're not good enough. And I know this gets into the cliche a little bit, but seriously, you know, there's going to be some down days. There's going to be some days where you're like, man, I can't break this door down, but you can. You just got to find the right person, and that takes time, and that's okay, you know? Um, So continuing, if you're already out of college, though, okay, you're a high school coach, and you want to get into the college game, you still got to know somebody. So there's really two avenues for this. Uh, The first avenue is, you know, getting involved in AAU basketball which is pretty big right now, obviously, you know, to the hoop summits and the jamborees and everything that goes on in the offseason of basketball is huge. And college coaches are everywhere. So for you to be an AAU coach is actually huge. And Division one, a Division one coach told me about this, that being an AAU coach and going to these places now, again, this is going to take time and money to be able to go to these big tournaments. But when you're there, Okay, these big time coaches are there and these, you know, all these coaches are there, not just the big time ones. And you can talk to them, you can get to know them and you can, you know, get on their good side uh, for the future. Um, Also, now, if you're the other avenue, which is the route that I took, is I would find my I would if I were you, I would become part of a coaching community as soon as possible. Um, get with people who are like you, who are trying to make it in the game, because that's going to help you. And here's the thing about opportunity. You know, they say, you know, you got to go to opportunity, you knock. Well, sometimes when you put yourself out there and you put yourself in the right position, sometimes opportunity smacks you right in the face and you don't know where it came from. For example, I joined a coaching community, college College Coaches Now, CCN, I believe that's right. Uh, college Coach Network, sorry. Ran by Randy Brown, former college coach um, at Iowa State. And, uh, you know, I joined that college community, coaching community, because I wanted to get in the game. I was a high school coach. I want to get in the game. And he provides you with tips on how to do it um, and stuff like that. Well, you know, I did that and I was part of that community and I was trying and I was, you know, talking to these guys, wasn't really getting anywhere. And then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden I needed I was told that I needed to apply for a graduate assistant job at Columbus State University. 
Like where? What? You know, this was at random. It was close to the end of one of my high school seasons. And I was like, what are you, you know, about three years ago. I was like, what are you talking about? And so, you know, I did. I went ahead and applied. And I didn't get the job, just so you all know. I didn't get the grad assistant job at that time. But you know what it did? It put me in the right place. And the person who helped put me there was a coach who was part of that network. Um, Carl Little, who is a, uh, a college bas- head college basketball coach now. He was an assistant at the time at Columbus State, was in the same group that I was in, saw me, suggested me to coach more of Columbus State, and boom, I'm going from Pensacola, Florida, traveling to Columbus, Georgia for an interview. Didn't even... I. I didn't know Columbus State had an opening. I didn't know any of that. But you know what? I've had myself in the right place. I was doing the right things. An opportunity came to me. And it happens like that sometimes. It really does. And now, because of that, here's the next part. Once you get a lead in, establish that relationship. This means, guys and girls, that you're going to have to be annoying. (laughs) Uh, I call it annoying uh, in this in this instance. So I interviewed with Coach Moore a few years ago for the grad assistant job. I did not get it, but me and him clicked. You know, there was a, there was a good vibe there. You know, we 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 enjoyed the game of basketball. We were on the same talking level. I could tell it was really good. I enjoyed it, and he, you know, I could tell that there was something good there that I didn't need to let go. So you know what I did? I went home. I was sad because I didn't get the job. But you know what I did? I called again and said, hey, you know, I, I, and I called about basketball camps. Basketball camps are huge, guys. Do basketball camps. Do as many as you can. Get to know people. Okay? Because I asked him, I asked Coach Moore if I could coach in his basketball camp. And he said, yeah, come on up. Come on up. And you know what? I feel like that was my proving ground. Because I got to coach in his basketball camp, and he got to see me. He got to see my passion for the game. And I feel like that was better than my interview, honestly. Because it wasn't just me saying I love the game of basketball. Heck, anyone can say that. Now he's seeing me out there, and I'm doing it. And I worked in his camp for two straight years before he brought me on to his staff. Um, that's so important, guys. So important. And the thing about basketball camps is that... It's, it's some people will say that getting in or your mindset will be that getting in these basketball camps are hard. Not really. OK, um, surprise, surprise fact. Coaches are looking for help over the summer. Some coaches have like two and three and four assistants, but they also have a camp that's full of like 200, 300, 400 kids, 500, 600 kids. They need help. They need the help. And not only do they need the help, they're looking for the help. And this goes for no matter what age you are, whether you're out and you're a high school coach or if you're in college right now. Ask these coaches, you know, reach out. You know, you may have to go through their uh, you may have to go through their secretaries to ask. But try, you know, try to work at these camps. I'm going to tell you something. I've worked at camps at the University of West Florida, Columbus State University. I've worked at Syracuse University. And I'm going to be honest with you about Syracuse. Syracuse didn't know me. Syracuse doesn't, didn't know who Coach Peoples of, of, you know, Santa Rosa Christian School was. They didn't know who I was. 
But they knew I was a coach. They knew I was a high school coach, and they knew that, and they needed help. So guess what? Up I go to Syracuse, you know, and I worked their camp for two weeks, and it was amazing. It was it was one of the experiences I'll never forget. Hopefully, one day I can go back. But you know, and, and to add on to that, bring this full circle. Guess how I found out about the Syracuse camp? Through another coaching group I was in. I was I was in a I'm in a Facebook coaches group, um, ran by a hoop coach, hoopcoach.org. And that's exactly where I found. Oh well, here's the Syracuse camp. There's a guy on there. He he posts these things. Syracuse, Colorado. Um, I was trying to think of the other one. Um, of course, it wouldn't come to me now. VCU, Virginia Commonwealth. That's the other camp that was on there. But guys, if you're passionate about the game of basketball, get to these camps. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female. Get there. Talk to these. Talk to these coaches and get there. Get out there. Build these relationships because you never know where the right one's going to happen. You never know. Here's another one. University of West Florida didn't know me. Okay, they're, The coaching staff that knew me back when I was in college had left. They were all gone. This was a brand new coaching staff. And they branched out just because they were trying to get to know other coaches in the community, build a good rapport with high school coaches. But I took advantage of it. And I went to their practices. And then I asked if I could be involved with their camp. And they were like, of course. And so I'm working their camps now. Or, you know, as of the summer before last. So this is how you get in, guys. This is the beginning. Getting a, Being a part of a coaching network. Um, getting to these camps. And then just after that. At least for this is how I felt, and I feel like any serious basketball coach would, would feel like this. Once you get to those camps, and once you get to those, you know, building those relationships, the love of the game just takes over. When it's time to step on the court and teach and coach, well, that's the easy part. <laughs> Go out there and coach the game you love, you know, and catch your coach's eye. I caught Columbus State's coach's eye. I was persistent. I was persistent in everything, and and I was never slothful either. And what I mean by that is, if he gave me a time, I was not late. If he had time to be there, I wasn't late. If he gave me a responsibility, I made sure I got it done the right way, the proper way that he wanted. Um, quick thing about that, because um, this this journey, this journey of starting is going to, you know, there's going to be sacrifice involved. There's one time I lived in Pensacola, Florida, which is about, it's four hours away technically from Columbus, but if you include the time change, because Columbus is an eastern time zone as compared to Pensacola being a central time zone, it's actually a five-hour difference. However, um, Coach Moore, I'll never forget this, he texts everybody the day before the camp. I'm still in Pensacola. And uh, he in the group text, he said, okay, camp's, you know, camp starts at 8, be there at seven o'clock well everybody in that group text was already in the city of columbus except for me i'm five hours away so what do i do either i can tell coach hey i can't make it until later because who wants to travel at two in the morning right or i can get in the car at two in the morning or 1 30 in the morning and i can get on the road and i can be there at the time he told me to be there without saying a word which is exactly what I did. 
they're sacrifices, guys. They're sacrifices to this. It's not going to come the way you want it to come necessarily all the time. You're going to have to take some risks. You're going to have to take you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit. You're going to sacrifice some sleep. You're going to sacrifice some some social events. You're going to have to for this journey because it requires all that you have and more. But that'll save that for a later episode. So just remember, guys, when you're getting started and you're trying to get in these camps and you're trying to get in these these coaching groups, just be patient. You've got to be patient. Do not give up on yourself. Rome was not built in a day and neither is your career. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, Real quickly, it's not like winning the lotto. This takes persistence. It takes networking. And then the beautiful part of it is it takes the love of the game. And if you have a love of the game, you're already 50% there. Because when you step on the court and teach, that's going to be the easy part for you. Uh, I thank you guys for listening. I'll have more for you in the coming days, including a rundown of what I've learned actually as on the college level as a coach this week. That will be in a future episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll talk to you guys next time. And remember, success always starts with you. See you next time, guys. Hey, guys, Coach Peoples here. If you ever have any questions for me about the podcast, questions that you want answered about the coaching game, or questions from a player perspective of how to get into the college world, man, let me know. And there's several ways that you can do that. Um, You can go on, if you're listening on Anchor, you can go to the voice messages and leave me a voicemail. And I'll be happy to answer the questions that you have on a future podcast. Also, if you're listening through any other service like uh, Google or or any other service, just hit me up on Instagram at Coach People, C-O-A-C-H underscore Peoples. Follow me. Follow me. I do lots on Instagram and you can follow my journey on there and you can leave me a DM. And with any question that you have. Also, Twitter. I'm on there, C-O-A-C-H, two underscores, and then peoples. And, you know, leave me a DM there. Also, you can follow me on Snapchat, C-O-A-C-H, underscore peoples. And just, you know, follow my journey. Ask me any question that you want concerning coaching or playing. I'll be happy to answer them because I'm here to help, guys. That's what I want to do. See you guys later.